Michelle. Kevin. Tell me about your understanding of the word empathy. That's so funny because that's what I was going to ask you. So you have these two words, don't you? Empathy and sympathy. I think empathy is about having an understanding of someone's situation, someone's feelings. You haven't necessarily been through that particular scenario but you can understand that they would have certain feelings, reactions. Um, Yeah, how about you? How would you define or explain empathy? I think there is a saying of um, walking in somebody else's shoes, Mm. feeling what they're feeling or understanding what they're going through. Um, So my understanding of the word empathy is before I make judgment, I try to understand why it is they're doing what they're doing or saying what they're saying. Mm. In a leadership position, empathy, how far can it go before harsh decisions have to be made? Yeah. I have to be honest, I empathy is something that I've had to develop over time as a leader. I've always been, as a young teacher, everything was black and white. If I had a teaching assistant who phoned in sick, I was very, you know, had lacked empathy around that. And it's something that I've learned, as I said, as time has gone on. I think ultimately we always have in the back of our minds that we are responsible for generations of children, that we have these finances that we're given as a school and and a huge part of our finances are spent on human resources. Um, You know the figures because you shared them with the staff. And you have an instinct around things whether people are being genuine and it's easier to be empathetic with those people um, whether people are just taking the mick and so sometimes you just have to go with your gut and then decide which route you're going to go down are you going to be more formal or are you going to try and make that person's life a little bit easier in uh, by the way you respond and therefore, you know, eventually they will come good again. In a recent video I watched with your guru, Simon Sinek, um, he talks about those in charge that we have to... We are responsible for the people who are responsible. Oh, I can't remember the exact quote. Yeah. But essentially, so in a school, um, we're not actually responsible for the children as such. We're responsible for the teachers because they're the ones who are going to um, get the best outcomes out of the children. And in the last 18 months, we're allowed to wallow in our own self-pity. We're allowed to develop um, different ways and using different languages to describe how we feel, which to us 
is getting in the way of the job. Mm. The tightrope is when people say, um, you don't take mental health seriously, you're not em- very empathetic to how I feel and what I'm going through. And, and this is why I asked you about that, the boundaries as it were. Yes, I'm going to be supportive. Yes, I'm going to be empathetic and sympathetic. But we are leading you to lead children, mm. first and foremost. I think, it, you know, sometimes you get to the point, thinking about some of the individuals that we lead, where someone's, perhaps their mental health is impacting on those children. And that is not right. And I think at that point, my empathy kind of runs out. Does it run out? I, I, I think you need to start taking a different route. Um, yeah, men, I mean, there is still a lot of stigma around mental health. And so people do sometimes find it difficult to admit that there is a problem. I mean, we've seen members of staff who would allow things to go on and on and on despite us trying to put in place things to support them. And then when it dawns on them that it is a mental health issue, they don't want to admit that. And so at that point, we are forced almost to go down a more formal route because, as you've said, if this person had a cancer or you know a broken leg, there are certain things that we would have to do and put in place and we have to treat mental health in the same way. What I find interesting as well in leadership is very little empathy towards us and our mental health simply because people believe of the amount of money we supposedly earn mm. and therefore you should just put up and shut up. Mm. Would you agree with that? I would agree wholeheartedly. I think um, it's quite often to come, it's easy to come as an individual, isn't it? And just pile, you know, unload all of your stuff and then step out. But actually in our organization, we're responsible for 70 people in our school. And then I'm responsible for people on a wider scale as part of the trust. And that, that takes its toll on us. Uh, I think the way that we've been building our resilience in terms of our mental health, our daily walks outside, meeting outside and, and talking through the day have been really powerful um, for us as leaders to manage the deluge, because I would say it has been a deluge of um, issues that require a lot of empathy. What I've seen in society, we had the tennis player, um, Osaka, mm. came out and talked about mental health. We had Simone Biles during the Olympics talking about mental health and more and more athletes and sports people. And, you know, of course footballers should be playing football on New Year's Day, they earn millions. Of course they should be playing football on Boxing Day, etc. And it's quite sad that but those people have families. Mm those people have the right to work to work in conditions like everybody else and it just seems to me now that as long as i can look after myself i can point fingers at others and in seeking empathy i show no empathy absolutely 
um, and it goes back to something I've talked about before, or certainly we've had conversations about the dehumanisation of certain individuals. People do that to us as leaders. People will say things like, oh, you know, Michelle wouldn't do that, or she wouldn't say that, because they forget that I'm a human being. Um, they put you on a pedestal, and yeah, they just forget that that you have feelings, that things impact on you. There are certain things that staff have disclosed to me in the past that have impacted on me for days, even weeks. Um, people don't think about that that mm. side of things. Mm. Um, the first question you asked about definition and what I felt about empathy. Um, my empathy is always going to be with the children. There's a uh, quote you often use is these children deserve a childhood. And as much as I can help or try to understand what the adult is going through, it's we are the architects of these children's futures. And that's most of my empathy. We try to create an environment where people should leave their baggage at the gate come into this Disney world of education and make anything possible and make dreams come true and I suppose that's why at times I can be very short with the adults because as a leader as you said the taxpayer pays us money to educate these children holistically mm. and to be abused psychologically by a person going through a mental breakdown then as a derelicting of our duty as well towards those children Perhaps that links with what Chloe said um, in our last podcast. She talked about the fact that adults quite often come with their own traumas and they need to work through those before they're able to advocate for, for children. So maybe we need to think about counselling on a wider scale. Um, but then again, it begs the question, is that how we should use these children's money in counselling mm. adults? so that they are then in a better position to teach children it is a, it's a good question um, I think we are gifted in the job that we do and I think we came to this world because we do want to impact upon the, the children um, we have often spoke about are we trying to relax the workload the, the, the needs to assess, evaluate and observe the teachers and the easier we try to make it, maybe there's too much space mm. for them to be wallowing in their issues as opposed to, oh my gosh, there's a block, look here, we got to get that done, get that done. I'm, I'm so busy with the job that I've got to do, there's very little time to be worrying about what's going on outside. <laughs> Thank you very much for giving us your time and lending us your mind for this brief moment. We hope our views, thoughts and humble opinions have gone some way into helping you make a little sense of the big issues that affect us daily. Thank you. <laughs>